0: Hi, this is Dr. Jane Battenberg, author of Change Within, Change the World. In this weekly podcast, I interview changemakers who are at the cutting edge of new thought and consciousness awareness. Join me as we change within and change the world together. Today's topic is the larger story of transitions. And here today with us is Carol Zickel from New Hampshire, Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you, Carol. You've been a teacher for what,
1: twenty-three years? Many years. You're... Yes, yes. I always felt like I was a teacher and loved learning. I've taught preschool through college. Wow. Yeah. The last fifteen years were ESL for international students.
0: I bet that puts you in touch with a wide variety of cultures. Absolutely. So. You're talking about
1: transitions. Have you been through any transitions recently? <laughs> <laughs> well recently yes i I've been through many in my life and never and always struggled with them and recently, there was one that was like multiple so there had been the passing of my mother. I left formal teaching, and then I left the house that I had been in for thirty years
0: Oh. And it's, how did
1: that feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounded so simple. <laughs> and it was it was devastating. I had no idea what I would feel, that I would feel the way I did going through it.
0: So you chose it, and then you found it to be devastating.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my daughter and family were coming to my house, which was larger, and I was going to a smaller place, a condo too far away. As I watched you know, things come off the walls and go out the door with no home, no further home. That represented a lifetime of memories and generations. I was overwhelmed. And you got sick? To the point that I even got sick, yes. Yes, that was, seemed to be my way of dealing with it at the time. (laughs) I remember you were on the couch and just laying there and, I mean, you had a cold. Yes, it was like I was laid out watching my life kind of move and and disappear before me. It felt, um, it really did feel as if my life was over, and though no one else looking at it would think that, but it felt, it felt that devastating.
0: Wow. So what began to bring you out of that? I know you're still in transition, but...
1: Well, I had studied for years with Dr. Jean Houston and, and Peggy Rubin, and had been interested in human capacities Hmm. and alternative and holistic thought and so one day a story came to me that i had learned about and reenacted the essence of the story of inanna who was queen of heaven and earth and the story is one where she descends into the underworld and as she goes down there are several gates and at each one She's stripped of some part of her identity. There's her crown, her jewels, her robes. And she's totally surprised until she gets into the underworld and she has nothing of her former identity. Mm. And at that point, she does something to displease her sister that's queen of the underworld. And she herself and Anna ends up on a meet, hanging on a meat hook. Oh, yuck. <laughs> no, but it's not the end of the story. She had left a friend on the surface and she had said, if I'm not back in three days, get help. And so that's what happened. The friend came with tiny little beans that could fly down and they gave her bread and water and this revived her and she was resurrected. So it's the whole story of how she comes back and comes back to different aspects of her life in which she is stronger than she was before. And that story just sort of floated into my awareness as I was in the midst of all this. And I felt, I felt a peace. I still felt like life was over, but I felt a certain sense of peace that having a larger story that had a beginning and a middle and an end gave me. So that as I walked through this myself, I felt like I was walking with a larger companion or presence. And it's true, even though I'm still in transition, and there's still some things I would change, my my outer life um, started to reflect that inner life. It began to have more meaning. It did. I it, there were there were more opportunities in different parts of my life, synchronicities we might call, you know, things that entered my life that uh, made it fuller and expanded it from where I had been before. So I think that this is true for all of us.
0: And didn't you, didn't you talk to some adults and ask them what their
1: larger story was? Well, I believe everybody has is in a larger story or mm. stories. And we have archetypes and people, energies and stories that represent different aspects of ourselves. and what also, we're
0: going through at the time.
1: Yes, and even before that, things mm. that resonate with us in our lives. A, a story character from a book, from a movie, it can be classic or it can be modern day. Symbols, things that hold, again, more uh, a larger story, more support. And we don't always notice these. We know that we liked something, but we don't know that they are really parts of ourselves. And so asking people, I've had fun with that of, you know, what have you been drawn to? What stories, what characters, and so on. And in modern day, there'll be people, young men that have said, oh, 007, (laughs) or um, someone from Harry Potter, or they can be classic goddesses like Athena. And ideas and the stories and the energies they represent are always there for us in our lives. And they make you feel not so alone. We're not so alone, and we see that there's a beginning and a middle and an end to the story, and that there's a whole cast of characters there, too to support us and show us the way, to show us the adventure, to show us the humor, to show us the devastation. The reason this is all that I'm more aware of it in this way is through my studies with Dr. Jean Houston and uh, Peggy Rubin. And in Jean's, uh, in Jean's studies, um, she did body-mind studies, and she found that we're, our psyches are storied in four levels. The first is the physical sensory, The second would be the psychological and personal history, maybe our ancestors. The third is the mythic and the symbolic level. And the fourth is the spiritual unitive. And usually we're caught between the physical and which seems to be very sensory and many times have loaded with problems and we're all alone in this world. And the spiritual is nice but it can be abstract and doesn't hold this same type of feeling or embodiment that the physical has so in these four levels you have a bridge you have your own psychological your own emotions you have your own history and again connected to generations and ancestors and cultures mm. then you have your the mythic and symbolic things that again you you have read responded to resonated with of these these larger than life stories these
0: archetypal beings that you go oh now that's like me or that's what I'm going through or... I
1: like the qualities of that person I I have those or I would like more of those you know I and and something about their story has has drawn you the types of life they've led the transitions and the change and challenges that they've come through and so what I found is that by acknowledging these as bridges to the physical and the spiritual the two are united and there's not a sense of disconnect and separation in our spirit and in our, in our body and our matter.
0: And how did you apply these four levels to your own transitions?
1: Well it really happened on that mythic level when the with story of Inanna also oh. entered because then the physical which were these, all these things being lost in, in my sense, uh, emotional sense of it. And the emotional sense of the loss and disconnect from generations and so on was put in a, in a different light. And I could see, no, there's more to this. There is, there is what we talk of as a letting go. And there will be more to the story. And this is just part of the journey, or part of the process. And in doing that, there's a connection to. uh, There was a connection to my spirit. There was a there was a renewed sense of of hope, and a renewed sense of oh, adventure. And there was (laughs) there was something that uplifted me so that I saw more possibilities, Ah. and I I would explore more. And so even then, when I would dive down again into into the underworld, I would I would find myself coming back back out. And my outer life started to reflect that. And today, I can see this has helped me with the whole idea of change, which is inevitable. Myself, and I think so many of us have experienced that as loss, and we go into fight or flight or freeze, and we Mm -hmm. go into old patterns that then stop this process, this journey that's going on, and we get stuck and sometimes for a short time, sometimes for a for a long time. But by building this awareness of of connection, inner and outer connection, there's an expanded sense of self and of life and of the world that brings a renewal, you know, in classic terms a rebirth to our lives and, and to our spirit. And it's fun to be able to go deeper into these stories and these characters or find new ones find them in everyday life and start to be more interested or curious about them and that they can that because of that that can be more helpful in many times of our life we all go through transitions you know little tiny
0: transitions mm-hmm. and then huge cataclysmic ones that you said feel so devastating this is all about how we live with change, right? Yes. How we live mm-hmm. with little ones and big ones. And, you know, if we look out in the world, <laughs> we need to change within to change the world. And so you're talking about transitions and how to navigate large and small transitions, right?
1: Yes, yes. To make it a, to make it a part of our lives, a whole of our lives, and not something that's just disruptive and disconnecting. But to see how it connects, continues to connect us deeper to ourselves and to the world that we live in. Because we're always going to
0: have them. We're always going to have transitions. You know, when
1: the Buddhists, when I heard the Buddhist change is inevitable, I hated that at first. <laughs> <laughs> but I also didn't know how deeply um, that resistance was rooted in me. Oh. So these transitions and changes that I would talk about at time and say, I have difficulty with transitions, even seasonal ones sometimes, I started to to see more of a way of embracing them more of a way of again being curious finding ways to navigate as you said and to benefit from the change so now really my whole sense of timing is changing in a way that so I say
0: more about that
1: well i'm 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 more ready for the next i'm not unhappy with what is at all but i'm not in A sense dragging my heels energetically, which I think was <laughs> happening a lot, right? And instead, there's a oh, just this season is coming, so this needs to be prepared or done, or would this be a way to uh, a, a creative way to approach it? So, again, the, the renewal is in creativity and ideas and friendships and connections, and again. I think why I, I, I started teaching, um, a curiosity and a joy that learning brought me from the time I was young.
0: So I'm, I'm hearing you say that you, you felt a devastating sense of loss when you had all this transition. And then you went from that to saying, well, okay, I did lose that, but now I'm gaining new doors
1: opening, new skills, new friends um, and and that the the way of being able to say it was after the fact. I just started seeing it in my life and going oh, and it would show up oh, <laughs> and it was easier and easier to see the new growth, the connections, or the new phase of something. It didn't mean that something was lost forever. It came back and again a, a new way that was more more invigorated and more alive.
0: And so I I think that your way of taking the physical, psychological, mythic, and spiritual and taking those four levels to apply to your life made the transition, um, what, larger
1: or a bigger, you said a larger story? uh, Well, because I knew that 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 was part of my being now, part of my capacities and consciousness, that... It it was easier to see that I was um, not just alone in that alone person in that physical world with things happening or not happening, and feel more connected to to of my story to ancestor stories to others to you know cultural um, global universal stories, and again that brought a, a renewed sense of spirit and strength and anticipation and joy. Mm. That's exciting.
0: So, what else do you recommend um, to people who are find themselves in some kind of transition that might be devastating or mm-hmm. might be um, difficult, or or they're kicking and screaming, or they, you know, even though they choose it, what do you
1: recommend for people? Hmm. Well, I think even before, because these things are happening, small and large in our life. To, to, first of all, acquaint ourselves with more stories that, that excite us and invigorate us, because those stories and um, people will be there uh, when we need them, and they'll, they'll come to us. And when you're in the throes of it, to have that sense of faith, just like mm. um, Inanna had the friend on the surface, that that friend can be a real person that you can talk to, it can be Something that you listen to, a podcast, a book you read, <laughs> um, but something that reminds you that there's a process going on that you have to go through it authentically, you have to feel it, you have to be within it, but that you are on a journey that will that is leading you through what seems like a dark or challenging time to to something new, so you know sense of trust and to be willing to follow some impulse that comes to you at the time, um, some inspiration, small or large, that can lead you into something that, that this is pointing to.
0: When you said navigate um, transitions, and I'm I'm picturing myself going down a river, and I'm going, oh no, there's rapids or there's calm, and I want all everything to be calm, <laughs> but I don't get to choose. I'm on the river, and the river's taking me. Is that and that's what life is about? We're going to have transitions, like it or not. Or- yes,
1: yes. There was just, um, you know, I was just again. These are classic symbols of it, but just just sweeping some leaves. I was looking at these leaves that just knew it was time to let go. <laughs> but that's only been part of their story. And and we're part of that type of life. We're part of that that cycle. Um and- So you're
0: talking about fall leaves and the leaves fall down and then the trees
1: Hibernate and create new leaves, and there's a continual transition. Right, there's a new birth, and then there's a a, a blooming or an outburst of something, and and so that's that's happening with us. There's so many really stories of this this cycle, and that we don't have to separate ourselves from it and feel so alone um, and so conf- or confused at times of change and and transition. So do you have any books to recommend to
0: people on these on the four levels or other transitional?
1: Well, again, I've mentioned um, Dr. Jean Houston, and um, one of her first books that talks of it very basically is The Possible Human. And that I, I still enjoy going back to and get so much from it. Uh, because again, it's from our own body-mind. It's from body-mind studies. It's not from some distant research. It's, it's about ourselves and it can teach us more and give us more capacities to live. And um, uh, Peggy Rubin, who has been uh, um, her um, uh, work partner for many years and has her own work, has a wonderful book, To Be and How to Be. And so that points to the stories, the stories of our own lives. And Peggy was a Shakespearean actor Yes. For many years, and, consummate actor, just oh, really good. In love with the word and 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 the embodiment of the word. And, and so then
0: she wrote this book,
1: yeah. To Be and How to Be. Yes. And she also has studied, she has been a learner that has studied all her life and gathered so many things. So all of that goes into um, what's written. Um, and also your book, Jean, Jane, <laughs> not Jane, I'm saying Jane a lot, um, you know, uh, change within change the world, speaks again to that that internal process that is being mirrored in the outer world. And I think the more that we know that, the more that we know we're part of a larger process in life, um, and that um, it's healthy and natural to be able to um, Uh, Allow this an expansive, that it does change our outer world and have reverberations for for all of those around us and and for the world at large for generations
0: to come too. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Is
0: there any last minute comment that you would like to make? Um.
1: I think this this transition really helped me to see to reverse something. In my life, where I felt I was dead-ended, at change was death, and instead of life, I had death and life reversed on some level within me. I didn't look like I lived that or lived that all the time, but there was something that had had that confusion, and this transition, and having these resources that I knew were within me and without, helped me to. Um, come through this with, um, again, a renewed spirit and perspective and joy.
0: That is great. Well, thank you, Carol, for
1: joining us today. Well, thank you so much, Jane. This has been really fun. I've learned a lot.